Welcome to Why Didn't You Tell Me? I go by the name of Felix Prince and I'm here with... Thierry. And Tanashe. Today we are talking about black history and what it means to us. So the first question is, what did you learn in school about black history? Um, see, black history was always a bit of an awkward one in school, I think. Like, if... <laughs> you might have stuff at black history in school, yeah? yeah. <laughs> it was always awkward because they'd be like, um, I'd, only, I'd be the only black person in, in my class. And yeah. so then when the teacher would broach the subject, being like, oh, we're going to do, like, black history... Uh, it's not even, like, black history. You, you learn it in Black History Month. You've got one month in the year, basically. Yeah. And they, it felt like everyone turned around and was like, Hey, Terry, what was it like being a slave? <laughs> <laughs> but you were in Stockton and T, People right? said that to you, yeah? Oh, my days. Oh, come on. Listen, kids can be mean, man. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's People true. People said some mad stuff, but... Jeez. Yeah, like, if we, if we were lucky to learn it, it was always surrounded and pertained around the subject of slavery. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also then Martin Luther King. It's like black people have only existed in two points in time. Yeah. yeah. And that is all we're allowed to know. And that is all we're given. Uh, you know, we're never pointed to extra resources or we're never told, oh, you know, you can find out more here. Even when you did like your revision on like, you remember like Juicy C Bite Size or BBC yeah. Bite Size? Like, it, it was, was very limited. There. Yeah. It wasn't there, was yeah. it? No. It's really interesting, you know, for me, because like, I, I only know Black History Month as kind of like a UK thing okay. when I first moved to the UK. We didn't have Black History Month in Zimbabwe, which is really interesting. So Got every day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was just like history at school every day. Yeah. So, then, you know, did, so then did history... So history was about Zim then? Not just Zim. Mm. It was about obviously the world. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but there was quite a lot of African history there. Okay. And Black really? History, yeah. I'm jealous. So so for me it was like to be honest, I knew I learned about or I knew what Black History Month was mm. from I think it was like MTV maybe. Because yeah. I knew then there was like a conscious effort to, you know, portray, you know, black characters or whatever, you know, to kind of have that conversation. But it was a really novel topic for me because history when I grew up was just taught like African history, European yeah. history. It wasn't really you know, kind of that name, that black history. Yeah. So it's interesting, really, to, to be completely honest. Yeah, because yeah. I think for me, it was like, I I enjoyed school, but I don't think when I kind of pinpoint on Black History Month being October and everything, is that there wasn't really that much learning that I did, which was transformative for me. And it was always something where I had to research myself. Yeah. If I wanted to find out more in-depth analysis of what's the uh, I have a dream speech was I think when we even think of the I have a dream speech it's only that stanza of my kids this is my dream this is all of it but it's actually a very very long speech and I remember that when I went to um, being a theatre kid they were like in Black History Month they were like Felix why don't you do the Martin Luther King speech so I was like all right cool I'll do it but it wasn't, you didn't do it, did you? No, I did do it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the thing of where I, I, yeah. I, I focused on the I have a dream. Yeah. I read the whole thing. Yeah. So it gave me a bigger pride because I actually yeah. understood what he yeah. said. In the, it wasn't just, oh, this is the middle bit. It was the fourth score and seven years ago. And understanding what history was to me, mm. it gave me a pride. But when I went to school, there was that there wasn't that oh let's uncover what this means where in like a gcse history we uncover everything to do about the world war we understand the the economic strife which was going on we, we don't understand about the conditions which made the 
white Europeans want to come to Africa. If we understood that, maybe that would give us a consciousness to be like, okay, we understand that and that's a history of where you were coming from and this is where we were coming from. But because we're never given that analysis, we're just given this, oh, you guys are slaves. You guys had Martin Luther King. Even just giving us our flowers, you know? Because even when we talk about like like world war and stuff like that, like giving us our flowers, like the contributions of black and brown people in the world war was... Stupendous. It was monumental, wasn't it? It, yeah, was, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely wild. And so then even then, when still not giving out flowers, like let's say, okay, we're not doing black history, blah, 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 whatever. But we're not even mentioned. We're yeah. not in a single picture. We're not in a single book during the war. Yeah. It's like, well, how do you think the allies won this war yeah. if it wasn't for their empire that came together and said, yeah. listen, we'll back you, man? Yeah, so again, it's really interesting because I had that perspective when I was growing up in terms of why maybe the you know European settlers moved from Europe to, to Africa um, when I was growing up because of maybe how the education system was designed but there wasn't like I said that month where specifically kind of attributed to uh, black history so I guess the question really is why can't we have that where you can just have history and you learn about different histories and do you know what I mean and actually get an overview of everything that happened so I think you can still have that African history and black history but also you can still have that you know because at school we had all of that I still learn about the world war all the things that we're talking about, but equally, I still had, you know, specifically Zimbabwean history, so I understand, you know, how colonialism started, you know, um, you know how they gave gave away the country or how they were tricked to giving away the country, all those different things. But also equally, learning about not just Zimbabwean like leaders, learning about Zambia, Malawi, you know, um, Egypt. Do you know what I mean? Different areas. So it's it's really interesting, isn't it? It's, I think our curriculum. It's achievable. Yeah, basically. it is. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. I think um, uh, one of our friends, Mel's, she did something on why is my curriculum white. Yeah. And that was a really good one in, in showing how stubborn our kind of British curriculum is, and it's not. It doesn't have the flex, the ability to flex with the times. So even, you know, I know at the moment we're talking about like black history, but like um, there, is, there isn't even enough flex to also talk about, you know, LGBTQ community history mm. and things like that. Or yeah. even, even when it comes to like female empowerment, stuff like that, it goes back to suffragettes and then no one really says anything after that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And so it just doesn't have the flex to be able to move with the times and accommodate for the people that it's actually teaching. Yeah. Um, and it's really, and yeah, she did a piece of work basically to look at seeing if we can roll uh, kind of black curriculum or even the education of, you know, black people across um, our kind of school curriculum, whether at the university or um, at school and stuff like that. But the the fundamental flaw was the, the curriculum itself couldn't even hack it. Yeah. It doesn't actually even, it doesn't even understand how to do it yeah. or how to grade it or how to, where does it slot in? What do we take out or... It just doesn't. Do they have even have the right information as well? Because no, that's not, that's, that's, that's don't even know what I mean. Right that's that's you barely got black teachers, so yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna have you know, yeah. Even the, the black teachers getting into there is is difficult yeah. enough, let alone. I yeah. think even when you break down what the curriculum is, is that you know we, as a podcast, we love to talk about nostalgia and how we loved school and the the lessons that we learned. But then when you look at actually what the curriculum is is that it's not, one, it's not adaptable. Two, it's not um, in tune with what's going on in society. So even if we do, we're talking about a maths lesson, is that there's so much history in maths where there's black history, but that's not connected. So that then yeah. it seems that it's so far removed. So when you're looking at the world of mathematics, it's always the white pioneers who are put in front. 
So when you're in a classroom and even if you're a, a child who you know, knows their black history and you go, yo, teacher, well, go on, this, you said that, but actually the father of algebra, yeah. um, I don't know who the father of algebra is, but Egypt. it's like, yo, the father of algebra is da, 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 da. The teacher will be like, nah, you're wrong. But because they don't know the history themselves, yeah. they haven't really seen that connection with yeah. a cultural identity, which will then help a student to see themselves as like, yo, they I, can do I well. I saw a picture of like a black inventor. And often, no. it, it, it actually made yeah. you feel like, of everything that's been created in the world has only ever been created by white people. Black yeah. people just wouldn't like, you, like you said at the start, the only history we, well, I say we, when I, when I eventually moved here, the only history that I sort of kind of saw in school was probably, yeah, about sort of slavery. But to be honest, it was, even that wasn't, it wasn't, you know, substantial enough. There was quite a lot of um, history around medicine and, you know, and, you know, and, and I guess, like you said, like kind of the, you know, the, the white inventions, really, we didn't really see yeah. kind of a picture of everything else. So, yeah, it was, it's, it's interesting, really. But yeah, I, I've never been, I'll be, I'll be honest, never been a big advocate of like Black History Month. I, I just think it's, it, it, and to be honest, a lot of it, it's not, it's not just because, you know, I'm saying, oh, it, it, our history is, 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 you know, it supersedes more than a month, it, it does. But because I grew up in the country where you can have history, an African history in your curriculum without having to call it Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it, so my, yeah. my point is basically it's, it's achievable. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's achievable. I do, I, I do agree with you with the month. It's just, yeah. what we've, what I think with Black History Month, what's happened there is that we've seen such a lack of representation in one avenue of like our education or even our workplace or whatever that may be, TV, everything. Such a lack of seeing ourselves in, in these spaces that as a product we've then created something as you know Black History Month to almost obviously then condense down yeah. that need. I guess Black History Month had a place quite a while ago yeah. and I guess the frustration is progress. now, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. the frustration is now yeah. we shouldn't need it technically yeah. going forward. It shouldn't be as I say, you know, broke down to a singular month or we need to focus on yeah. a certain two weeks or whatever that might be. I do I do agree with you. I think long yeah. term it shouldn't exist. Yeah. Um, but short term, I suppose it, it was kind of a, a means, you know, yeah. a means to try and introduce that conscious thinking, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It was, a, it was a cry yeah. for help. It was yeah. a cry for being like, listen, yeah. yo, big man, I'm not seeing myself yeah. anywhere, so I'm going to create my own thing. Yeah. I think I differ very much with you guys in the sense that I do think that it's important that it has a one month okay. specifically yeah. for, um, for our, our white friends in society. Yeah. I think we can never actually say that there's a moment where learning will ever stop yeah. for our communities who don't have a the black experience yeah so you need that month to really highlight it but then yeah. on the other side is that where i think it's very important and i you know this is kind of um my in tuneness with the culture is that i think that saturday school should become a thing again in the black what, what side of school you know so what? Like, yeah. i always heard this so like i, I yeah i don't know what side of school so is. i went to a yeah. saturday school so yeah. a saturday school was essentially a pan-african um tutoring group which happened on a saturday but it would predominantly focus on science maths and english oh, but right, then okay. also yeah. as predominantly all the people would be there would be children of the diaspora so it'd be caribbean children african children 
So every Saturday, I would go to one of these. Where was that? Where was this that? was in Birmingham. So right. my Saturday Fair school enough, then yeah. started to become a... Um, yeah. that it became an arts academy. Okay. So there, everyone, I, if I remember correctly, everyone was a black teacher. So my guitar That's teacher so was, a, was a black teacher. My English teacher was black. So there, I was taught the importance of self-identity, yeah. but then self-pride. I, I could have done with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah. So then was that born out of obviously, do you know how we're saying like, you know, Black History Month was born out of, uh, of a need because we weren't yeah. we didn't have it elsewhere. Was that the reason too? So then we went, okay, cool. Well, we're not, our kids aren't getting the education that they need, you know, from the people who look like them. So mm. then something was created for Yeah, them. so the Saturday school started kind of after the Windrush generation and it became such a pioneer of, you know, people like Akala, and that's why, like, we love Akala on this yeah. podcast. But he's a um, he's a product of a Saturday school, so that kind of pride that you hear him speak, wow. and then you know, I don't like to brag about myself, but when some people hear me speak, they're like, "Yo, you speak very well for yourself. You yeah. under identify yourself." But it's the fact that as a child, I was given the pride of who I am, who yeah. my culture people are, as you're saying. The only, I think one of the reasons why you're even in the career that you are is because you're audacious because you learned about your history. Yeah. So you knew that you had the ability to pioneer, pioneer into spaces yeah. where you already are, but you're not told about yourself. So I think Saturday schools are important for the black community where it builds up the resilience in the young people to know that this world is for you, but there will be some people who are against you. But you have the the necessary skills where, yes, you go to a, to a school five days a week, but on this Saturday, we teach you about yourself, about who you are, yeah. about what you are capable of as a people, but then also to make sure that you're, you're, you're 30, we're gonna teach you the things which, you, which they teach you in school yeah. with the people who are actually already in the school. I love that. So I think for me, that's where Saturday schools are very important. Who paid for that? But it was us, it was our parents. Was it? Yeah. Oh, so so it was it in. was never government That's funded. So this is sick. a funny thing. Yeah. And churches were the ones which were like pushing Saturday school. So seven day Adventists, black led churches, yeah. those were the things which were, you know, those were co the community bases which said, you know what, yeah, we want to change our position, we want to change our children's lives. Let's get our resources together. Let's see who's a teacher. Let's see who That's can, so can good. teach. So for me, wow. I think in this new day and age, after the George Floyd and what this new, I call it this new civil rights movement. Yeah. This new civil rights movement needs action and the action is education. Yeah. And if you educate young people on self-awareness of who they are, but then also the ability to go into different industries. I'm a big, I, I love STEM, but I think it's very short-sighted as well. Because when you look at black history and, the kind of gains that we've made. It's been on the science, the technology and the, the everything else, but our artists have been the drivers. So if you think about, um, you know, I've done quite a bit of research. When you think about Martin Luther King, he went to prison bare times. You know who bailed him out? This guy called um, Harry Belafonte, if I'm, if I'm correct in saying it. Guy was the biggest artist in, the, in like Hollywood at the time. Right. bailing him out mm. so there's a duality where yeah. obviously the science the technologies and all paving those the courses, way yeah they, they pave the yeah, way they, they create pioneers yeah but let's not forget the the ability for artists to change culture yeah so i think there's a duality in having together, yeah. black history month as a standout for obviously uh the other ethnic minorities who don't know about our contribution to human yeah. history yeah. but then for us as a community we need saturday schools again yeah so that 
the pride that we have as young black men, yeah. we can instill that in our children. We can talk. I'd love to go. If anyone knows a Saturday school, yeah, reach out. I'd love to go. Do you know? I was just thinking. I was just thinking when you were talking. I can actually see where that that ad value. Like in my personal, I would have life, loved you know, that. Like, like, you know, I'm in a, I'm an interracial couple. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, eventually, you know, when I have kids and yeah. whatnot, you know, they're not, they're probably not going to have, like you said, that access to to the culture. So actually, yeah. that platform where they've got somewhere where they can go in and and I've always struggled with that. You know, I, I struggled. Actually, that, yeah. That'd be quite useful. Because let's be honest, that just by nature of where I live, it's not maybe the most diverse area. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So. There's going to be a need for that, actually. So, yeah, that's that's really interesting. But I, I really yeah. struggled with that at school yeah. as well because, you know, I, I bounce around many. I think I'm, I've, I've said before, like, by the time I'm done, I've probably about 10 institutions by that point. Um, and I really struggled with that whole, obviously, identity type thing or even trying to get help from people who kind of look like me or even trying to connect with my black community. And I think yeah. that when I met you in college, Tanasha, yeah. that's the one thing I was quite jealous about because you had bare black friends. Yeah, I had like true. none, it wasn't just you. Yeah. It was like you and a couple of other people. Yeah. And then after a while, I, I then made a few more black friends, but like, you know, pre, pre-college, pre I think I had like two black friends. Um, but had I had something like Saturday school, don't get me wrong, six days of school sounds like- Yeah, I was, I was also <laughs> thinking that. Uh, I was like, yeah. like good luck trying to, trying to convince a, a young I'm, I'm to go to school sick. for six That's days. Like, bro, hella sick calls coming in. <laughs> but like, it would have been sick though, because you would have, I think it almost, by it being an extra added thing, I think it's almost like a treat. So you almost wanted to go there on Saturday. And realistically, at that age, at like 16, what the hell am I doing anyway? I don't have a job. I don't have <laughs> just sitting on my black ass, not doing anything. So yeah. it would have been actually quite nice. And yeah, I'm very envious. That, that is, that's interesting you say that actually, because like, I, that's probably not, not a regret, but like, I don't, I feel like I don't have as many black friends as I did probably in college. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Man, like, I was so jealous. Yeah. It was sick. Cause Which it, is crazy, because I don't know why. Community. Like, I don't know what's happened, but I suppose you just move around and you lose yeah. touch with people. It happens, you know what I mean? But, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it, yeah. It, is, it, is, it is difficult. And yeah. I think I've been very conscious recently as well of, you know, especially during like Black History Month, I, I really do more than is necessary. And I think Black History Month as well creates a bit of an awkward thing because in the industry, people start doing like, oh, we need to make sure we need, we're doing talks and stuff like that. So they start, you know, everyone, ev all the black guys going, <laughs> yeah. back, 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 back. I mean, go off, go on, parade around. And, but I'm very conscious of, uh, at the moment of building, and to be honest, while we kind of created this podcast as well, I'm, I'm very conscious of building long-term black friendships, yeah. Yeah. especially, specifically yeah. male as well, just because it's not something I've, I've, I've seen yeah. In, in my upbringing, so that I'm very conscious about keeping hold of, you know, my black relationships and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, when we're doing like, this whole black history month and everyone's kind of like parading, I'm very, I do more than is necessary. Yeah. So like, even at Rise, like, you know, I am, I, if anything, I'm conscious of, right, Thierry, don't put yourself in that video because you're just doing too much. There, There is, there is a fear that actually, because I do so much, they're like, oh, there's only one black person, but it's just because I'm oh, I'm doing too much. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing too much, but it's yeah. to make up for the fact that I didn't have stuff like Sunday school. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to educate myself, trying to catch up and be like, okay, so black issue, right, cool. So this is this, this is that, this is that, and I end up team too much. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, there's sometimes where there's a ability to say, you know, you're doing too much, but I think there's ability that counts. And the fact that, you know, um, when the next question, which I, I think, quite important is like who are our black icons of 2021 but i think it's you know as you're saying doing too much is that it's visibility mm. visibility is one of the most important things yeah. in this time 
and that the fact that we actually all work in three different distinctively three worlds apart world apart yeah literally like we'll probably never cross over yeah there's no crossover but the 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 visibility of three young black men to be in positions of power positions of influence that is doing too much to other people but to us to me it is that visibility which will change the yeah. industry, which will drive the conversation. We've never been in these positions. And let me, probably I'm wrong. People have been in these no, positions, I think, but they haven't had the ability to be so audacious seen, yeah, in, their, yeah. in, their, in, their, in their blackness. I mean, that's really interesting again. It just, you just, you, you get me thinking right now. I hate to be visible and you know this, like I'm, I'm almost very kind of private guy. very private. Like, I, you know, I want to, you know, I want to hide almost kind of thing. It's, it's really weird, but I, I don't know. I think when I wasn't like that at college, definitely. No. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm a very, it's interesting you say that because, because then you kind of, you're, you're subconsciously saying to me, don't hide because actually people seeing, you know, say a black person excelling in the, in, in the medical industry, for example, What's that, what, what impact has that got on, you know, on the younger generation or whatever it is? Do you know what I mean? On, on someone that wants to work in, you know, in my field of you know, area and, and, and actually doesn't think it's possible or there's people that look like them working in it. So it's, it's, a, it's a nice reminder in, in some way to say, you know, as much as I'm uncomfortable about it, I need to, you know, yeah. I need to kind of expose myself to that, you know. Into peacock. Exactly, yeah. that uncomfortable environment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If yeah. anything, I think I'm overly yeah. visible. Um, but, but by design, by complete design as well, because yeah. as I say, like in most companies I've gone into, I've either been the first or the only black yeah. person in that company and I've brought more black people onto that. And it's, it's a compound effect, you know? So if, if you have one, that one can attract two, that two can attract four, et cetera. And I've always been of that mentality as well, where actually if I see a job where I like, oh, I love that job, but that company has no black people. I'm disappointed, yes, but I'm also like, right, cool. I'm gonna jump in two feet first. I'm gonna be that person, build it, whatever else. And yeah, it's not for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Some people, that it ain't that life for them. Uh, but for me, yeah, representation is absolutely massive. And so then to bring it back to the icon kind of conversation, for me, it has to go to Lewis Hamilton for me. I just, yeah. listen, <laughs> there was a recent trend yeah, on Twitter where it was like, your man does this, da da da. Have you ever seen it on Twitter? No, no, I didn't no. see that. They were yeah. just, anyway, they were just saying like, um, uh, the, uh, yeah, there was a lot of bad things with it, but one of the funny ones was like, oh, your man takes turns to take pictures of the bottle in the club. And it was just like, it was one of them. <laughs> but like... <laughs> We've all done it though. <laughs> yeah, I know We've what We've all mean, been through like, that stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, but one of them was like, oh, your man DMs uh, celebrities being like, oh, well done, whatever. But I did that for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. He's so never... Did, I, did I get triggered if you saw that? <laughs> I did it. Oh, I did it. My I, days. I, I had. I was compelled to. It was almost for me to put it out into the universe, and I, yeah. I DM'd him. I said, "Listen, yeah. big man, you're never going to see this, yeah. but keep doing what you're doing because the representation that you've done there, what he's done, is the equivalent of ran to the top of the hill, yeah, and then used that platform he's now gained to benefit everybody who looks like him. You know, even like was it the Met Gala yeah. where he they bought the table, so then he bought a black designers, yeah, like." The dude is just, and also um, George the Poet just recently put out a thing where, that. so George the Poet, so um, Lewis Hamilton approached George the Poet and said, look, I want to put a poem together that yeah. is, you know, highlights, uh, you know, uh, black artistry, yeah. essentially. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to print each line and I'm going to wear 
it on a separate T-shirt for the entire season. And he's been doing it, stuck to his word. Yeah. Every single race, he has one of those T-shirts on. And the T-shirt is also, so George Poe wrote the poem, but then the T-shirt's also designed by black artists. Like, he doubles Clean. down on supporting the I've Mike. never seen anyone of our generation of this, at the caliber that he's at, at the top of the hill. Yeah. So viscerally representing us, and as well as black British, because obviously prior to him, you know, I'd be talking about like the Jay-Z's and things like that, but we never yeah. really had any really connect, British. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, there's a lot of other people kind of paving the way, but there's no one who is shouting loud and proud, no matter how much. Yeah. Listen, my man just did a hundred like pole positions, a hundred race wins, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Smashing his job. So there's nothing, that is so solid because no one can take that away from you. Cause you know, his manager might be like, by the way, you need to tone down this black, this black stuff, bro. Because you know, you're not focusing mm. on your racing. He turns up. Does wins, wins. Puts yeah. his t-shirt on. Yeah. So by the way, I'm I didn't even proud. know this thing about this t-shirt actually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll speak to K off camera and be like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know about we this? We need to get well? some t-shirts. Like, cause like he's mad, but like, yeah, it's he's it, done a lot, hasn't he? He's, you know, it's been really influential. I mean, for me, like we talk about kind of that element of of relatability and you know, close to home. And and for me, it's someone actually that, that I work with. Do you know what I mean? Nice. I'm probably gonna embarrass him a little yeah. bit. Do the like, oh, do the bro. Why are you baiting me up like that? Uplift him, but yeah, Simba, yeah, Simba, Simba has been my icon, my my comfort for 2021, and someone I worked with in the previous team, and I just think he's balancing so many different things at the moment, and his his drive to kind of succeed and. Excel is something that I look up to. Do you know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's someone when he talks, I listen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm holding on to kind of every single word. So, you, you know, you, you know when someone's like that, you know, they've got an influence on you. Do you know what I mean? He's you know, balancing the, in the newborn child, uh, changing a new job. Like, you know, yeah. you know, he brought me into like, you know, marketing as well and, you know, all of those different things. So I think, you know, he's someone I think, okay, I want to emulate what you've done. I want to achieve what you've done within this industry. And Visible. And, and I like, yeah. do you know what I like about him as well? He's, he's, he's kind of, his mentality to, to, to keep progressing. Mm. You know, I think he's always texting me like, progress is a must. Do you know what I mean? I love that. That's his motto. And he's really kind of like driven and, and I guess almost obsessed with progress. Do you know what I mean? It, and it's, it's infectious when you see someone, yeah. you know, they've got all this, I don't want you know, to speak out of term, but distractions yeah. in, a, in a loose term in terms of, different responsibilities, yeah. but still they're focused and, you know, and they're clear in terms of where they want to go to. Yeah. And there's something about that that's quite, you know, yeah. quite inspiring. So, yeah. yeah, exactly, I yeah. That. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I love that. No, it says, um, obviously, iron sharpens iron. And I think, especially for who you guys have said as, you know, your icons, one of my icons, basically got two. Um, one icon is you, Mandem. And Appreciate for the that, fact man. that this journey that we've been on to create this podcast is something which has done on top of balancing relationships yeah, on top of the pandemic <laughs> on top of family issues yeah. family health issues on top of just trying to find ourselves and you know growing as men. moving house moving house you know? congratulations on that <laughs> yeah, and like for, for yeah. me is the reason why i even say that is because i see you now but i see you five years ten years down the line and you guys are my icons for that because you guys are people who Appreciate I chase. That, you guys are people Appreciate who I yeah. listen to so intently because the words that you say are not just frivolous. They're things which are gems onto my heart. But then the second person, going back to what Lewis Hamilton has done and someone who's personal to me, someone who's personable to me, who's actually kind of matching both of the things that you're doing, is this um, is Lewis Hamilton's uh, engineer. 
her name is uh, oh. Stephanie uh, Travers. And I actually, um, I introduced her, like I did her open day um, uh, kind of tour for Bradford University. And, wow. you know, we became friends from that. But like, I was just always watching her from afar. And then to see now where she's at, like she is the only black woman ever to stand on the podium really? of the F1. Wow. Black Zimbabwean woman. So for me to know someone so personable to say, yo, I was, I, you know, my, my hand in her future was very, very little. Yeah. But to know that she's progressed so far as a black woman doing bits and oh, inspiring God. so many young black women to go into STEM and then go into F1, I feel like, yo, that is what being a pioneer, yeah. be an icon is. And I think especially in our generation, the Martin Luther Kings are important. The Malcolm yeah. X's are important. Yeah. All those people are important. But right now, we are the new black icons. Yeah. And if we don't take that mantle, it's all going to be lost. So whatever, we're, whatever field that we're all in, we are those pioneers. We are those icons. So let's stand the ground. Let's make the moves. Let's make change in this world because we have that identity and that cultural ground to say, yo, we've done this before. So we can do it. And there's power in that, isn't it? There's power in that. I've done this before, so I know I can do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I can relate to, for example, moving a different, to a different area. But the first time I experienced it, it was painful. Yeah. By the second time, less painful. The third yeah. time, I'm like, okay, I'm a pro at this. Come on. <laughs> you know I mean? But it's the same kind of thing where it's, like, you know, it's infectious. And when I see people like yourselves, you know, just kind of doing things, I think, okay, I, the way you guys think, the, the way you guys work, you know, it's just, it's incredible. Honestly, it really is. And, and you think if they can do it, I can. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because we're, we're part of the same circle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's empowering. So you think, okay, yeah, like, why, why not me? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's really infectious, man. If not you, who? Yeah, exactly. That's so, it. Yeah. Well, that's the perfect way to kind of end it then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been awesome. I guess uh, a couple of things that will probably uh, sign post you guys too. So we've talked a lot about, you know, black history and things like that. So we've recently launched our new beer, Hometown Pride. Yes, check it out, check it out. It is live now on the website. So by the time this goes out, we are live. But on the back of the can, most importantly, we've just signposted you guys to a, um, a few resources as well. So blackhistorymonth.org.uk, windrushfoundation.com, uh, blackculturearchives.org, you know. We talk about the things that we wish we would have learned and if we'd had the information. So it made absolute abundant sense for us to therefore put resources on there for other people to go out there and, and you know, educate yourself on the things that we didn't get in school either. So yeah, it's been a pleasure. Until the next episode. <laughs>